0: Views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership.
1: Arizona, Brother Mike back on the radio, Prescott, Casa Grande, Tucson, Flagstaff, I'm back. Welcome to the program, thank you for your time. This is Brother Mike. Today's Bible study, the coming currency crash. Folks, listen to me, it's the three C's, this thing's right on top of us. You and your family are in deep trouble. Deep trouble. You've got to call somebody and tell them about this radio program today. I'm begging you to make that call. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the House of Healing in Central Phoenix. We are on 11th Street. We're just south of Indian School Road. We're down near the VA Hospital in downtown Phoenix. We're west of the 51 Freeway, just south of Indian School If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you will see all of our services are there. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, healing, teaching, and deliverance at every service. Every service has healing and deliverance come any night. We will pray for you in a group. We'll pray for you individually. You can sign up for a free seminar off the website or sign up to our Facebook page, our YouTube teaching channel. You can hit the PayPal button and please send us another donation. Thank you for your donations last year. Record levels. If you need a donation receipt for your D-Day appointment, April 15th, be happy to send you one. Mike at hardcorechristianity.com. Send me an email. You can catch the radio programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week on soundcloud.com slash hardcore-christianity. The upcoming currency crash last year I did a radio program on the currency markets around the world and I'm doing one now again because everything I said at the previous radio program all of it is now much worse and we are right on the precipice of the biggest disaster you and I have ever seen the 2008 recession is small potatoes, this thing's right on us. I think it's gonna happen later this year, believe it or not. Now as you know, just briefly, the currency markets in the world are the world's largest, most important markets. They're much bigger, much, much bigger than the stock market. The currency markets are where governments and corporations and investors execute trillions of dollars worth of transactions every day. For example, it's where a Japanese car maker goes to exchange money that he earns in American dollars to pay his expenses in Japanese yen. You know, it's where US-based hotel chains, for example, they have to exchange euros earned in Germany into dollars uh, so they can put their money in their US bank account. You know, it's where nations buy and sell money, currencies. They do it by the billions in the normal course of every single day. The currency markets dwarf the stock market, by far huger, much larger. It's basically the market for money. But when there are real problems in the economy, you can clearly see it in the currency markets. The currency markets are the mirror of disasters in the world. They're very important and very, usually very easy to read. Now, the currency market is boring. Nobody cares about it. What they want to hear about is the next Facebook uh, IPO or the next Apple IPO. I get that. Everybody gets that. But the currency markets are much more important. It's much more important. Nobody cares about what the value of of an Australian dollar is or the Canadian dollar. It's just not sexy. But listen, this thing's... I think right on top of us. This thing's getting so close. I'm very concerned for you. But if we ignore this market, and which most people do, we're going to be in big trouble. As I'm speaking to you right this second, most of the world's major currencies are taking a dump right this second. Insane government policies that constitute the largest monetary experiment in human history is about to blow up in our faces. Some people call them currency wars. This, What is a currency war, by the way? It's when uh, politicians or leaders of a country and they, they make major economic decisions to devalue their currencies in order to make their exports cheaper to the rest of the world. That's why they do it. They make it so they can, uh, they can pay off their debts but here's the thing about it. When they pay their debts off, it's in devalued currencies. So the creditor, to use a slang term, gets screwed because he's getting paid in a devalued currency. The more com- countries do this, the closer they get to financial ruin. And the reason I'm telling you this now is because you have to take steps to protect yourself in the future, and I'll go over that in just a second. Uh, What is a a currency, by the way? Well, it's kind of like a stock price. You know, I own Microsoft and Intel and all those other stocks everybody else owns. But, check it out, the currency is actually kind of like a stock price of your country. It tells you what value economically the country has. The dollar has a certain value and that tells you something about America. The peso has a certain value. It tells you something about Mexico. See, generally speaking, if, if a country manages its finances well and engages in, in good behavior or productive behavior, their currency appreciates over time, kind of like you own in a home and in a normal real estate market, you take care of it, you make improvements on it. The value of your home appreciates. The same thing's true with money. If your country is behaving properly, making good investments, keeping their debts under control, their currency increases in value or appreciates, to use a real estate term. But if that country starts to act like a crackhead and runs up huge debts and runs its finances like they're on heroin, their currency devalues over the long term. Let me give you a couple of examples. Zimbabwe and Venezuela. They are two of the worst managed uh, economies uh, on the planet. And in the last 10 years, these these are two of the worst ones. The people running these countries uh, should be selling crack somewhere. They are complete incompetence. And the leaders of these nations treated their national coffers like their own personal piggy banks. They got rich, but their country and their constituents are heaped in poverty and suffering hyperinflation. Zimbabwe, for example, lost nearly 75% of value in its currency since 2009. Can you imagine that? Valenzuela's dropped 70% in the last 10 years. What does that mean? That means a dollar in Valenzuela now is worth 70%. Less than what it was worth 10 years ago. It is a catastrophe. Check it out. Japan killed itself too. Their prime minister over there acts like he's on LSD. And not too many people even take LSD anymore. Japan is a booming economy. Third largest in the world. They are number one automobile manufacturer. Number one in the production of electronics. Their country's gross domestic product shrank 7% last year. They're in a recession. So the prime minister did what the psychos did at the Fed here in America. They, they instituted a quantitative easing program where they started to print yen. They printed $70 trillion 70 trillion yen one year. That's the equivalent of $600 billion in U.S. money. They're going to print another 80 trillion yen this year. What happened there to their their economy? They are now at negative interest rates. That means that when you go to Wells Fargo here in America, they will pay you about 1% on your savings account to keep your money for you. The fees at the bank cost more than that. In Japan, you have to pay the bank to keep your money. You have to pay them to do it. They are printing and printing and printing. Can you believe this? The yen lost 33% of its value since 2012. It's hit a seven year low against the dollar. Why is the dollar so good? The dollar is strong because the dollar is weak and it's also a farce, but the other countries, their dollars are so much more weaker than the American dollar, ours looks good. The euro is crashing. The euro is crashing. They have a welfare state, for example, in France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Greece. These Countries are coughing up money left and right to pay for benefits for people it does not have and they're drowning in debt. Unemployment is soaring. They have a QE program for the euro and the euro is dropping like a rock. That means people don't have enough money to buy necessities. When people don't have enough money to buy necessities, They go crazy. We call it social unrest, riots in the street. The European Central Bank president said they are going to print another trillion in euros to pay their debts and to pump into their system, which will further devalue it. This thing's gone incredibly bad all over the United States. Almost every currency in the the world has taken a plunge and the oil prices are continuing to drop. Now you say, well, oil prices dropping, that should be a a good thing for the economy. Well, it is for the consumer here in America, for example, but countries live off oil. Canada, for example, is taking a beating because the oil prices are dropping. There's a glut of oil on the world market and the countries that produce the oil are in serious economic trouble. The big producers like the Middle Eastern countries, uh, Nigeria, Venezuela, Canada, taking terrible losses. Listen, this thing's going to go down it's going to go down very quickly. You have got to prepare yourself. A, you've got to cut your debts and cut them fast. B, you've got to increase your income and increase your savings. C, you've got to get some gold coins and silver coins stashed away because when this thing hits, it's gonna hit hard. We're staring at a major disaster here and you need to be a good steward of God's money and you need to make some cuts and austerity measures. You need to repent of spending money that you don't have. You need to stop borrowing money. You need to get the coins stashed in the lockbox. You need to do it now. Hurry.